welcome in to the Paul Farrington Show, the reactionary show from week two of the NFL season. A very happy Andrew Keenan, a uh, pretty down bad Jack Weinberger, and a, we'll, we'll find out about me because we're recording an hour before the Vikings and Eagles kick off. Zach wants everyone to know he is very happy, and we're actually going to lead off with Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins because... Fins up, boys. What, Fins what up. a win that was for you guys. It's too bad we don't have a camera on Zach today because he's a, what? What is that? Is that yours? This is a Tua, Tua jersey. jersey? It's yeah. Tua. I wore Tua Hill jersey. for the game. He had Hill yesterday. Um, yeah, guys. I, Andrew, I know you hate him, but two attack of Iloa yesterday. I don't 36, hate him. 36 of 50, 469 yards and six touchdowns. Do you know his fourth quarter stat line? I have it written down here, but have you heard uh, it? I know he threw for like three or four touchdowns. 13 for 17, 199 yards. Four touchdowns. Yeah, I'm happy that uh, somebody was happy this weekend. So exactly. <laughs> uh, I was ecstatic. But uh, like I said, I, I don't hate Tua. He has never like like I hate Tom Brady. I don't hate Josh Allen yet. Like when these guys kill the Jets and rip their heart out, that's when I'll hate them. So I don't hate him. But he um yeah, like you said, you'd give him credit when he played well. Listen, like <laughs> like <laughs> no, I, I I said I'd give him credit when I saw him play well. I was oh, busy geez, watching oh, the Jets generational comeback. Oh come so. on! Oh come on! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it myself either. I didn't watch it. Listen, this, I will say on record, if the if the Bills come in to Miami next week, he plays well, has like whatever three hundred yards, two seventy five, and three touchdowns. I will get off the the take that he is terrible. Okay, Ziggy, let me go to you because I know that you have a lot of thoughts on this. Two attack of alone. Great game. The weapons around him phenomenal. We know that Tyreek Hill brings a completely new dimension to this Dolphins offense. Are you a believer in Tua, and can they win the AFC East? Like, what is the ceiling of this Miami Dolphins team? Well, I was certainly impressed. Um, I'm still not convinced Tua's like a top-tier quarterback, but he did a lot more than I thought he would, even considering the weapons around him. But I think the thing people have to keep in mind is this was an incredible comeback, right? They were trailing by 21 points entering the fourth, but he played poorly enough to put them in that position. And I think we just – well, this – we I. Being down 21 going into the fourth yeah. and throwing for, what was it, three or four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, that's that's yeah, not sustainable. Yeah, that's not sustainable. So I think that's we're going to have to see a lot more for to be confident that this Dolphins team can beat the Bills because the Bills have nothing left to prove. Right? They've proven they can hang sure. with the big boys. They've got an elite offense. They've got a strong defense. The Dolphins have a historically terrible defense right now and a medium offense that showed up big in one moment. That's also on that that dumbass defensive coordinator from from Michigan. What I mean, I I did see clips and Tua was making the throws, but like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle were running wide, wide open. open. So open. he got him the ball, which again, there's been Jets quarterbacks who we've had guys running wide open. And they can't get him the ball, so but I will give him that. A few of them, a few of those throws are you know 55, 60 yards in the air. Yeah, yeah. He, he played he played well. Jack, what were you gonna say? Yeah, so I was uh, Ziggy. Like, I do agree there. Tua, what he what he showed us in that fourth quarter was was greatness. It was a ceiling, and it showed that he can accomplish that, which was great, and that's what Miami needs. But he also showed an incredible low for the first three quarters. It was thirty-five to fourteen. They were getting and, blown out, and he yeah, looked horrible. Uh, so I, I do agree that he needs to show me more on a consistent basis for me to really hop on his bandwagon. But I I, I got closer to hopping on his bandwagon from that fourth quarter for sure. Can they compete with Buffalo though? No. No, I still would probably say no. Well, I think I think I, that the Dolphins are are in the right track, honestly. And if Tua is the re, like this guy who some of you think he is, that that definitely helps him a lot. But the Bills are probably the, the Super Bowl team. favorites, and well, the Dolphins are not there yet. I think Miami's good. Oh yeah, they're not. I, 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 I think no. they're a playoff team better than the Steelers. We stink. 
But like, I don't. But like, but it's just a matter of Buffalo being probably the best team in football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. In Miami, though, I. Go on, Ziggy. Here's the nice thing, though, is the Dolphins over the next four weeks are going to be playing the Bills, the Bengals, and the Vikings. They get a chance to prove they belong, right? A lot of teams, you have to wait until late in the season to see. This Dolphins team is going to have a very clear idea of who they are by the end of October. Just like the Jets. We know who the Jets are. We know who the Jets are. (laughs) Winners. I haven't taken too much of a look at the Week 3 slate yet, but I have to think that Dolphins-Bills is is probably the game of the week because – if they're able to win, if Miami can get this done, I mean, all of a sudden now we're talking we're talking about a team that, that yeah, maybe they could contend for the AFC East title. Uh, it's a big game. If you lose it, I, I think that that's yeah. I'm they're, they're, it's either that or Jets Bengals our game of the week. It's just I'm pretty confident if you lose about, to Buffalo, uh, Steelers that Browns. Buffalo runs away with the division at some point. But a win here and, and maybe thoughts start to change. What I learned though is that when Miami's clicking, when two is rolling. I mean, their best punch can knock out anyone in the NFL. The thing is though, they need that fourth quarter effort. For four quarters against, against the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, yeah, oh yeah, to win that game, they got to score thirty-five. They, they got to hang in the thirties, which yeah. they wish they could. But if two is having a bad, a bad, the Bills day, also have an elite defense. It's, it's going to be tough. It's, it's yeah. going to be tough. Two is, two is the story today, but those receivers, Waddle and Hill, oh, yeah, you watch phenomenal. them. The speed that Miami brings to the table, I can't. I don't know if there's another team in the NFL that can match them. No, you're speed looking at speed. two. You're looking at two receivers who both had over 150 yards and a pair of touchdowns. When was the Incredible. have we ever seen that before? No, they were the first in the Super Bowl era to have over 11 or 10 plus receptions over 170 plus. Each, right? What they had. 179 was Waddle. Yeah, but it was like to have 10 receptions, have 170 yards and two touchdowns. They are the only one in history to ever do that. Oh, no, they were incredible all day. And I think that that's been a, an underappreciated story of, of the weekend is just how good these weapons are in Miami. The Gusecki catch was unbelievable. I mean, what did what he catch that at? Like, like 9, 10 feet in the air? Yeah, yeah that was he played right. basketball. Yeah. He's yeah. gritty after, though. He's, Paul, you might have to no, go teach gritty. him some gritty I loved after. that gritty. Oh, my <laughs> that was like my gritty. <laughs> it's a hor- I can see that. I can I, see that. That's probably better than my gritty. <laughs> just just put a, a, little, a little water on this, though. You do have to remember the Dolphins have no run game whatsoever. Right, like, and against a team like the Bills that has a really strong pass rush and can constantly rotate guys in, it's going to be a real challenge when everybody knows. You know, Tyreek Hill has a lot of experience carving up the Bills, but even with that considered, it's going to be tough for them to maintain this kind of effort if they can't get a run game going. And is are Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds really going to get that done? No, no, they're not. Zach, what was that stat that you shared yesterday about the comeback? Oh, uh, the Dolphin, or the, this is the first time from 2011 to 2022 that a team has come back in the fourth quarter down by 21. It was like zero and it was 711. Time, right? It was all time, I thought. No, no, it was from 2011 to 2022. Wow. wow. And it was big for me because that keeps us in first place in the AFC North. <laughs> and despite losing to the Pats, horrible game, that Miami comeback, we're first place still, and thanks to the Jets as well. So, so Miami, they, they Miami, have Miami falls. Oh, yeah. finish, that is what's going to happen to the Dolphins next week, right there. <laughs> there he goes. There yeah. he goes. So, Miami, they, they have our attention. We'll see if they can keep it next if week. If they beat Buffalo, they're my Super Bowl pick. I'm, I'm, I will go on record right now if they beat the Bills next week. That's not like you to be so, to be even in the moment like that. No, no. Because I'm high on them. I'm, I am. I'm high on this team. Yeah. So, if they beat Buffalo next week, they're my AFC. But, but think about maybe, it. Maybe they, they'll, they'll be the cap of the week. Maybe. No. They, they think of, This is the last thing I'll say on this. Like, last year when we saw that great Bills-Chiefs game, it was like, oh, 
Allen, Mahomes, Allen, Mahomes, Allen makes the play. And I just see there's no chance being Allen, Tua, Allen, Tua. And that's if the Dolphins' defense was there and they could get some stops, then it doesn't need to be Allen, Tua, Allen, Tua. Like the Chiefs' defense could not get stops. The Bills' defense could not get stops. I don't think the Dolphins' defense will be able to get stops, so then it's going to have to be Allen, Tua, I mean, Allen, Tua. Tua. I, but is Tua could be him. He's not him. He's if not. you think Tua we'll is see. him, we'll if you think Tua is him, here's what you should do. Take the entire game, all the game footage from that Dolphins-Ravens game. Flip the footage so Tua looks right-handed, and you will see he is not making the throws you think he is. Really? That's interesting. That video is on Twitter. I did say it. I haven't seen that yet. I'll have to go back. No, be like, AFC Listen, if you think Tua's him, better on him to win the MVP because he's actually the leading. He would be with the stats. He's a favorite right now. Yeah. And you could still get his odds. What is he, like plus 3,000 or something? So sure, take right. it. Yeah. No, you Do know, you know like, who the AFC top three is, passers is in the NFL right, are right now? You know who the top three passers are? Uh, well, I get Tua has to be up. Yeah, Tua's Tua. number one. Tua's number one. Uh, t- who, who, else, who else is going nuts? Who went nuts? Jared Goff? Uh, nope. The number two is Joe oh. Flacco. Number three is Carson Wentz. If you want to place a guy on any of those three guys to win the MVP, be my guess. If you want any of those guys to be your MVP, be my guess. Listen, Joe Flacco's looking like he's going to lead us to 16-1. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's let's move ahead. Jimmy G, Trey Lance, 49ers. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Jimmy G, Trey Lance, and the 49ers. Uh, Unfortunately, Trey Lance breaks his ankle. A gruesome break. I haven't seen the pictures yet, but apparently... That stuff doesn't bother me, though, but it was the opposite. Like, Like, he tried to get up, and then he, like, looked down and was like, oh, "Oh, yeah, it's opposite. I felt so so bad for him, too. He's getting his chance. He's their starting quarterback. Well, his career's over now, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You don't think... Well, I think the 49ers are now going to go, whatever, 11-6. and No, next year, I think... You think they're going to go back to him? Yeah, I think next year they'll go back. When, like, his main thing is his ability to run. Like be a dual threat. That's why he's in there. Well, no, I think I think that he I think that he's running right now because they don't trust his arm, and I think the goal is for him to eventually okay. get to the point where he can throw. I, I think this sucks. I think this is going to be oh, tough. Oh, it's, to come it's, back it's horrible. Go ahead, Z. The mismanagement we saw from Shanahan is insane, though, because we're not we're not talking about the Josh Allen thing, right? Where you run a QB draw, you let the pass develop, and then you see if the quarterback wants to run. This was his third time in this game running straight up the middle from the snap. The 49ers have zero faith in him, right? The, I feel like the only reason they were playing this is because they can't admit they might have been wrong. And at that point, it's almost like they were asking for him to get hurt. I don't mean that's actually what they were doing, right? But if Shanahan doesn't improve the scheming around Trey Lance, he's never going to well, get better. Ziggy, he's going to keep getting hurt. A lot of people would push back on that and say that Shanahan was fine to, to call those plays because, because of the skill set of Trey Lance right now. To win that game, you need him to be running the football. Would, would you disagree with that? There's a difference between having your quarterback run and calling a bunch of plays where your quarterback goes right up the middle into 350-pound D lineman. Like, that's just asking for trouble. Especially Here's the it, thing, right, is he's not... Josh Allen is 6'6". He's huge. He can take the hits. You can't send Trey Lance up the middle like that. So, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced that... It also, this game had the feel with Seattle being so bad and not scoring anything on offense where I don't think you needed oh, no. to put Trey Lance in yeah. harm's way like that. You could have won that game Seven, several 14, ways. 14, 17 points you, would have won. Yeah, you could have won that game several ways with a lower scoring, lower scoring game. It's interesting to me. I, I think this is a really unique situation because how many times have we seen a quarterback go down and the backup comes in and a lot of people think that now they're a more serious contender? Like with Jimmy G in now, I think most people find San Francisco well, he, yeah. to be more he has of a Super threat. Bowl experience well, as opposed to someone who's second start after. Yeah, 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 no, no, he's no, been for, there. for sure he does. But I look at San Francisco as a whole right now, and I see Nick Bosa and Fred Warner on defense, prime of their careers. 
Debo Samuel, stud, prime of his career. Kittle. George Kittle, he's not getting any younger. A lot of injuries. He's ready to win now. And Trent Williams, what is he, 36, 37? Yeah, he's old. Like, this 49ers team is built to win now. Got so a good back. A quarterback like Trey Lance, uh, he, he needs a couple of years. That's a project. I think Garoppolo comes in, and all of a sudden now, San Francisco's looking at a pretty wide-open NFC. Uh, are, they, are they more of a contender today than they were oh, Sunday? I mean, I, 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 how could you not say that, right? Like, Jimmy G... You put a decent team around him, more than decent, a good team around him, like we've seen in the past. He's got them to where they need to be. He was one game short. The team loves him, too. Yeah, they love the playing for him. The, the, well, I think it. the whole thing is, like, they are more of a playoff contender now because I think they're, like, a, almost a lock to be in the playoffs now, but I don't know if they're more of a Super Bowl contender because I just, I give these guys a lot of credit, like these head coaches, these GMs, over people like us. Like, these guys are in the room with them every day. And if they went to Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo, they must think, like, yeah, this guy could get us there, but he can't get it done. So th- that's why they're willing to, okay, maybe even though, you know, our playoff percentage goes down with Trey Lance, if he figures out his arm. The ceiling. Yeah, yeah, the ceiling is there. The so I, ceiling. I don't know. But I do think the 49ers are fine. I don't think it's like, oh, our season's over, whereas, oh, like, no, other teams. Because also, like, a lot of people forget, including myself, as of, you know, this very moment, I just remembered, the Niners had that Super Bowl one with Jimmy Garoppolo. If you made one pass to Emmanuel Sanders, that, they win the Super Bowl. That throw. Yeah. He, he, did, like, he missed the throw. He did. He missed the throw. He did. He did. He did. He did. He did. Before that. But, but they like, still should have won, even with yeah, the miss. Yeah, throw. they had that game one. He took him there. Yeah. yeah. No, no. He, he can get the job done. I, I, I still, I still can't believe. I can't, real quick, I, I can't believe that you're wearing this. Well, we'll get <laughs> well, to it. Look, man, I had a fun time we'll, with this. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm just, I'm yeah, just looking at it. And one thing I will say to back up Ziggy's point, I don't know how 49ers fans feel. But being a Jets fan, also with having, like, a young quarterback, and Jack, I, when Pickett comes in, like, when Zach Wilson got hurt, and it was even preseason, like, they have the ability to make these great plays with their legs, but I'm just screaming on my TV, like, go out of bounds. Down, like, do down. not get hit. Yeah. Which I'm sure that 49ers fan, even though Trey Lance is, like, this running guy, they don't want him doing QB powers up the middle, okay. taking, getting laid out. Like, I watched Justin Fields last night. He was doing QB powers up the middle and getting laid out by, like, these enormous D-line, like, stop with this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to think, like, Ravens fans, as great as Lamar Jackson yeah. is, every time he takes the ball up the middle, you're, you're scared that he's going to tear his ACL. Well, that's why they, that they, the, the contract dispute. I'm, yeah. I think he's crazy for not accepting, whatever, $250 million got, guaranteed. Yeah, something, something he goes nuts. up the middle one time, and, like, uh, a dolphin comes out of nowhere yesterday and just levels him. He's done. Yeah, yeah. So, Good. that's I mean, tough. I mean, I... I know more than anybody else. I had an old quarterback and Big Ben. It's finally years for his career. He'd be running up the middle. Be like, Ben, get the hell down. Get the hell down. That's a 37-year-old yeah. man right there. Go ahead, Ziggy. I do think you got to be – I mean, people are excited about the 49ers. I get it. But I do think you have to worry that this team's not going to be able to even make the playoffs if these injuries keep continuing, right? They're on their third tight end. Who knows when Kittle's coming back? They're on their third Better running be soon back. for my fantasy team. They're on Jimmy Garoppolo, the backup quarterback. And let me tell you, the guy behind Jimmy Garoppolo is Brock Purdy. And Jimmy is not known for staying healthy. That's another reason they wanted to move on. Trent Williams is 36. He could get hurt at any time. Like, it's this team is full of players who get hurt. Fred Warner, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Ward, like all these guys. Both get hurt too, yeah. If I'm them, I'm very nervous about health. And now with Lance gone, with these running backs gone, with these tight ends hurt, there's no room for injuries. And if there's anything you know about the 49ers, it's that they get hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's a hey, great look, point. You're, you're alive until you're dead. And once, while they're healthy now, you can't really worry about that, in my opinion. Speaking once of, hurt, um, it's more of a concern. Potential for injury quarterbacks who could get injured. Joe Burrow and the Bengals sacked six times against Dallas. That's 13 times now in two games. 
And, uh, remember, remember when we were talking about the Bengals? And the, Jack, you were right. About remember the it. First, I said it too. I yeah. said that this was the Giants of like 2011. Like they missed their shot, and I said that this team, we've all crowned them this great team. They were actually projected to be bad last year. They outperformed what anyone could have ever thought. And now their holes are kind of showing. People realize it's Jamar Chase. It's these long, big plays. Let's play zone. Let's rush the passer. And they look terrible. And, and that's why I said it. To back up my Jamar Chase argument in the first episode. He still looks good. I have and watched look, he, he does. He, he does. I said the Cincinnati Bengals team with this young, hotshot quarterback and this young, hotshot squad would have a, a big red X on their back now. And they do. The they Pittsburgh Steelers sure. came to clobber them. The Dallas Cowboys, who stink, came to clobber them. Everyone looks at and them they, and they, AFC and, champ. And they do not look good to me at all. Good, and I'm not surprised. He's a big Bengals guy. <laughs> he is a big Bengals guy. He is. Let's, let's not forget here, right? We're talking about a brand new Bengals offensive line. There's a lot of new players, and they just faced the two best edge rushers in the entire league back-to-back. So are these gonna, the offensive line is going to improve. The synergy is going to improve. The teamwork's going to improve. And they're not going to be facing players like TJ Watt and Micah Parsons every week. I would say, like, if you're the if you're like a team that people think you're going to be, you should beat the Steelers, who stink. I'll admit it, they stink at home. And, and the Cowboys, yeah, who back stink. Quarterback. You need to beat Cooper like, Rush. You, you, yeah, you can't lose you those games. You have to beat Cooper. If you're, you're a Super Bowl to, contender, you cannot lose Cooper. They lost to Cooper Rush. To be fair, he he did play. The, the Dallas game plan was very good yesterday. That's how they but, should play when they have Dak. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. for real. Um, I do want to say real quick. I said Jack was right about the Bengals. I don't want to say he's right yet, just because we're in week two. Oh, yeah. But seriously, we talked about the offensive line and how they brought in all these new guys, and it was supposed to be an improvement. They're going to be worse than they were last year at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the stat specifically is, but I know it's like if you go 0-2, I know it's you like your playoff odds, 1-1 your playoff odds or whatever it is, 57%. And I know when you go to 0-2, it like drastically oh, decreases. 0-3 is the death. I don't know if you could look it up, Ziggy, because you're on your computer, but it's like, Oh, and to, I don't think anyone's like it's ridiculous the stats. So again, they're not looking good right now. The thing is, they also play in a bad AFC North. I was gonna say the division's not the as division's good as not we that thought. good. I mean, this, we're in first place right now. Well, they already lost in Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're not beating the Ravens well, from what I've seen. I no, mean, as, they can beat of, the Ravens in Cincinnati. As of now, it's it's hard to say they can, but they definitely could. Yeah, I guess. But I don't like I don't see them winning at night in Pittsburgh. I think we'll beat them again. Ziggy's not gonna be happy about what I'm gonna bring up here. I seriously think Micah Parsons has a claim to being the best player in football. I think I agree. He he is. Well, He's on page one. I'm not happy at all. <laughs> I've been on the Micah Parsons train since day one. Yeah, I, I don't know why you're saying this. I've been on the Micah Parsons train since day one. I think he's one of the most exciting players in football. I think he's well, an no, incredible talent. Honestly, if Micah Parsons plays like he did last season, I'm willing to give up the title. T.J. Watt, nowhere near the talent level of Micah Parsons. Really, so it's real. It's real. It's really. It's really just Parsons and Donald at this that. point. Oh, you're gonna see. You will see this year. Micah well, no, no, Parsons. seriously. If Micah Parsons was told just go rush the passer, go get him, he, he's he's gonna break. He, he'll break the sack record. This I mean, season. I think that's how many is he after two weeks? Four. I think it's four, four or five. But he's he's doing it easily. Yeah, I think that's pretty easily. outrageous to say. No, he's not. Ba- it's I, close I, between him and dropping back and guarding people. Oh yeah, no, he's good. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. He also, it was screw him and screw Penn State. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about these uh, New York Jets here. And Andrew, why don't you take us through your game day, and then we'll tell you why you should you should come off the hype train. Well, okay, so this is how usually how it goes. I wake up Sunday, run nine ten, hungover from you know the day of betting college football and lose it. I lost because you know I was following people like Jack, so I was losing my picks. Brutal day. 
Brutal day. I wake up. And um, usually how it goes by this time, I've tricked myself into thinking the Jets are going to win. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I wake up, I start feeling good. I start thinking about the loopholes like, oh, Garrett Wilson's going back to Ohio. He's going to have a great day. Oh, oh, Joe Flacco, he's a veteran. He knows how to rally these guys. Oh, Salah. I mean, I do hate the Salah running stairs. However, I will say on record right now that when the Jets beat the, bang- uh, the Bengals this week, I will be in Pittsburgh week four running stairs with Salah. <laughs> um but, yeah, so they, they start the game. The defense looks atrocious. Atrocious. We look terrible. I mean, the Browns are getting whatever they want. Run, five yards. Run, five exactly yards. Exactly what I said, right? Like, right there. That's why, right too. No, I had Nick Chubb as my fantasy yeah, player. Believe that. me, yeah. Run, five yeah. yards. Run, five. Oh, now we're all selling on the run. It's play action uh, out the back door to the tight end tenure. Horrible. We can't stop a nosebleed. You know, we're scoring. The offense looks good, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we did leave. Like, Joe Flacco, I will give it to him. He played a great last two minutes. But up until that point, he wasn't phenomenal. Like It was a good game, though. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He didn't play bad. But, like, uh, Jadavion Clowney had that strip sack where Joe Flacco was literally standing there like a statue again. And he, like, throws out his bear paw and just takes the ball from him. That's terrible. But, yeah, so the final two minutes. And, uh, by the way, I didn't sit down for one play the whole game. Can I, I, can I ask you a quick question about the final yes. two minutes before you get into it? Did Could Chubb have gone down to win the game? Yes. Or is well, that, is, was that really? Because I miss I miss so, that. Yeah, but that's. I mean, no, no, no that's not. Come on, go the, down. The the brown. Wait, wait, guys, guys. No the, timeouts. The Browns. Game over, right? Yeah. No timeouts. Two minutes and two seconds left. My dad said it. I I think he watches. Um, initially, as soon as yeah. Nick Chubb went in, he's like that. That idiot went in. Like he said immediately. He's like they let him score. Like we have a chance now. And I was like, okay, we might actually like crazier, yeah, there, there crazier was, things yeah, have happened, was, which look. they haven't. Crazier things have not happened. Then he misses the extra point, and I'm like, okay, hold on a second. This is divine intervention. Now. I'm like, all right. I don't know what's going on. He missed. Okay. Then Corey Davis is, is running wide open. So I'm like, there's no way they're really going to do this, right? Let's well, see. kick. There's no way you get it. I've never seen us get so, it. Who, who was cooking? Who was kicking that onside kick? Uh, Bra- Braden Mann, who I was calling for him to be caught. <laughs> um, so he kicks this onside kick right to Amari Cooper, who uh, has nine catches for whatever 112 yards and a touchdown. Day. Great day on my fantasy bench. Um, some special team or no name flies in there, somehow gets the ball from him. Our special teams captain, I believe, uh, Hardy recovers the, the football. joy on Andrew's face right now. If you're not, if you're not, this is oh, it's like he's watching it all again. This yeah. is one of the best days of my life. Like I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> best days of your life, Paul. This team has this team. Like oh, I remember the spiel from last week. Yes, this is all I care about, and I thought. It's as a Jets fan, and uh, to Zach's stat, since 2001, no, zero, 21 years, no teams have came, came back from down 14 with two minutes left. You think it's going to be the Jets and, right and there? That, and that's why I'm not faulting Nick Chubb running to the end zone. Well, this happens to us. Like, like we, we do this. Like, we're up seven, and they get an onside kick, and then they, or we're tied, they get yes. a kick. This happens. Oh, wait, hold I've on, seen hold it on, happen. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, you, go ahead, Zee, what, what you got? You said, what, since 2001? Yes. That's do you know true which fact. team? Do you know which team in two thousand one uh, lost by fourteen points or lost up fourteen with less than two minutes? I'm sure it was the Jets. Jets. Cleveland Browns. Oh, it was the Browns. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, that makes more I mean, sense. It actually. Makes sense. Yeah. No, no, no. The Browns are also a, yeah, a I mean, poverty they're, franchise. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're almost they're worse than the Jets. They almost. probably are worse than the Jets. But yeah. um, so then we get to that third and ten. We're driving, and like I don't believe it. I'm still like this is all times Jets. We're going to be right on the doorstep. Everything, these receipts, we're talking about. Oh, it's nonsense, and we're just going to blow it here. Garrett Wilson throw, does a nice, like, in-cut touchdown. So I'm like, all right. Now, now oh, come I... Come on, I mean, you got the... You had the no, 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 no. I'm going crazy. Andrew, but, I saw a video that was posted by your brother 
of you going the most nuts I've ever seen a person in my life and the touchdown was scored. What are you, what are you talking no, about? No, 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 but I'm... <laughs> yes! Yes! No, I'm talking yes. mentally. Mentally. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. But if he, kept, if he kept recording, I did scream at him to shut the phone off because this I has, heard. I did hear that too at the very end. Yeah. Shut it off. Because this, this, this has back your seats. All of it. Back your seats. Great. Back your yeah, seats. Scre- well, well, hold on. I don't know if you know this, but Ziggy is the biggest fan of Greg Zerlein in the history. The history well, of play, people you put on a Jets uniform players. and you can't kick. I saw a stat. There's 12 ex Jets kickers on different teams now. 12 who have been in a Jets uniform. Like Amendola is kicking game winners for the Chiefs, and these guys can't even hit like 30 yards for the Jets. So I think you put on a Jets uniform, like he's gonna miss the extra point. Hits it. It was automatic. Then. My God, I saw the first play, Brissett, like a 20-yard scramble oh, down yeah. the line, and I'm like, this yeah. is it. Here I thought it, for sure here I thought comes, they were done. Here it comes, another Cade York 60-yarder to win. Then I don't know. Thank God we were playing Jacoby Brissett, and we finally had to throw the ball. Pick. I was sprinted up. and That's the biggest Jets win. Maybe ever. I'm being serious. 0-2, the season's over for us. We haven't won a game in September since 2017, or since Darnold's debut, so 2018. I mean, man, it's okay. I and I literally, if we win this week against the Bengals, which I don't think it's the crazy thing to say anymore. Oh, of course not. They're, they yeah, we'll be at home. Not. We got Carl Lawson as our best edge rusher. Revenge game. They haven't been able to block anyone. I mean, things are looking up for the New York Jets. Are we going to the Pittsburgh game? And I said, if the Jets win, I will be in Pittsburgh. I'm not going to watch a one and two Jets team and Joe Flacco to get killed like a statue at Heinz or at Allegan or whatever the hell it's called. No, we don't. We don't say Agassiz. Heinz Field. Heinz Field. <laughs> we don't say Agassiz. But if we go two and one. I mean, if we, I mean, I mean, if you beat the Bengals all of a sudden now, it's, it's there's a chance. Like you, 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 you pay attention. Look, you I mean, saw our schedule. Our last four games, we're playing bad football teams. No, I, I think I think that you guys probably should have lost that game by double digits, and the high, like there shouldn't really be any. I don't think there is much hype. Well, but. what what Ziggy said, uh, <laughs> what Ziggy said um, over our Slack was, do you make anything of these comebacks? Like, are these good teams coming back? And like, I think yes. If you make a comeback like this, you have to be. At least a competent team. Like, there's a reason why the Jets never have never do this. There's a reason why, you know, we don't see usually the Jaguars coming back t- down to like because we've been bad teams. So I think that's what you always see. Oh, the Bucks, another they come back and win. Oh, the Chiefs, they come back and win. Like this is a big win. We're a young team, and now we have some. Faith. I would have loved to have seen Zach Wilson do it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But it, it, I, it's Garrett, a, Garrett Wilson, man, he is he is he's awesome. good. We he's, found he's something. A dog. Yeah, there's a dog. big time bright spots for sure, which which we saw. I think it was one of the luckiest wins we'll ever see. I think it should have been a thirteen point final. I think and the Bengals probably win by uh, fourteen I, I, points. I, I don't. I don't blame Nick Chubb for not I taking him. a knee. Oh, I do. Well, listen. Let's forget. Let's not forget. Nick Chubb has been the exact same spot and gone down before. The reason and he Stefanski got, he got said this is Stefanski told him to score. You think so? That's what Stefanski said. I mean, guys, guys, that's the fault of the Browns defense. They're up 13 with 90 seconds. No, no, I'm not saying that this is is Nick Chubb's singular fault. Collective fault. However, if you think back at a game and say the Jets were winning by six and I see Michael Carter going 10-yard line, fall. Just fall. We win. He I, wanted his stats. Look, he thought there's no... Literally, it hasn't happened in 20 years. I'll take my another touchdown. No, but Look, yeah, I, I wouldn't think twice about is it. I really anything, wouldn't. Is there anything to support Kevin Stefanski? Did he come out and say that was my call, Ziggy? Or are you just, yes. you're just throwing this out there? He did? So he, he should get fired. He, he, I mean, he took the blame. Oh, I mean, yeah, that that's horrible. You, you go down and win the game. Yes. Uh, but... Hey, anyway, we heard here, it from his fantasy are. owners again. It's, we didn't it's want more that. fun. Well, dude, dude, I played Chubb. Unreal. Unreal. Um, and Waddle. But... 
Yeah, you play Jeff. You played intern it's, Jeff. It's fun when you win. And I will say that I do not like that the Bengals lost to the Cowboys. I wanted them to win that game for the Jets' sake. Now they're like, oh, like we, if they actually yeah, lose in MetLife this season, is like over. a must win. Like they're either really, if they lose to the Jets, they're just not going to make the playoffs. It's also, it's no, also, don't. it's yeah. also a must win off two like close, rough losses they've had too. But it's yeah. nice to be at home. Like, it's nice, oh, it's nice, nice to be at home. Listen. MetLife is going to... There's people are going to... I already have my tickets bought. <laughs> yeah, no. My dad bought tickets, I'm not exaggerating, within 15 minutes of the final. Like, I'm going to be there. I think it's going to be a packed... How much tickets for that game? When we got... I think we got them... Uh, we got pretty good seats. I think they're like 60 bucks. So we got them not right bad. away. Not bad at all. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great game. I think that the thing I'm the most happy about is I think the days of the Jets just getting like absolutely blown oh, out are over. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I mean, that's it right there. Well, listen, we played the Ravens. Remember we, this moment. The Ravens are good. We didn't get blown. I mean, we lost by what, 14? But it, it wasn't 24 to 9. But it wasn't like a blowout. If you watch the game, I thought you got mauled. No. I mean, look, well, look, for your sake, I hope you're right. Garrett but Wilson look, is a if, star. If this one in a million fluke doesn't happen. At one point, it was 24 to 3. <laughs> That's fine. If this one in a million fluke doesn't occur, it's a 13-point loss. Jets hey, fans hey, are pissed. But, but look, take the win. But it you did. Take take, yes. Take yeah, yeah. But how many yeah, times did. have those one in a million flukes happened to the Jets? Like this? What do you mean? This I, I, I mean, what I mean, happened? Name a point of Super Bowl. That's a pretty one in a million. All right, all right. Let's... uh. Let's finish up here because I am the pissed Viking though now because the Browns off that loss host the Steelers Thursday night. We uh, might lose by thirty I points. Don't, no, they, they don't, they're not capable of that. All right, I'm just saying, um, I can't. I can't believe you didn't notice. I'm wearing the Greg jersey. Oh no, we all oh, we know. We know. We know. We know. Good. Good. Ziggy loves Greg Zerline. Um, let's end the show here, Zach. Can you play this clip? Do you have, do you have a? Wait, can up? we get some background? Because I still don't. Oh understand. Yeah, gosh. Okay. All right. So Jack, why don't you give the background? Because yeah, yeah, you're, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll give some background it's here. It's your story. Yeah. So, I work at SportsGrid, which is a sports uh, radio, television, betting company uh, on a bunch of, bunch of platforms, national, national airways, TV, radio. And my man, uh, one of my coworkers, one of our hosts, Joe Ranieri, I work as a producer for him often, you know, weekly. And, you know, most of, my, most of these guys, they like my picks, you know, they respect it, you know, they'll, they'll be on board. Do they tell you? Joe, Joe, really. Joe Ranieri does not. <laughs> Joe Ranieri <laughs> will fade the hell out of me every single pick that I make. And this dates back. Let me just defend myself before this clip. This dates back to one bad week of college basketball I had last year. I had a bad week of college hoops. I was probably 0 for 4 over 5 in a week. And Ranieri's like, let me fade this guy. You're generally now, now, pretty good. Now, I am generally pretty good. He is going off a very bad stretch. What you're about to hear. I can't wait for him to see this clip. All right, Zach. Can, we, can I see it? Is there any way I can, can watch it? Can you play the full thing? You don't, you don't even need to. You okay. don't even need to. Can you play the full thing? Should okay, we're going to play the full thing. How long is this? Like a minute. About a minute 30 seconds. Oh, a minute and a half? Minute 30? Yeah, minute 30. Minute 30. All right, All right so go ahead, go ahead. This is on go. national Era radio. of go Miami, the legendary Joe Ranieri. Hey, Joe, tell the story of the kid that's at the Auburn-Penn State game that works on the grid on weekends with you, and every time he makes a prediction, you guys run the other way. Uh, yeah, and we can't run hard enough. Yeah, good old Jack Weinberger here, one of the, uh, one of the producers here during the week. is uh, he, Last year uh, during college basketball season, he started laying these uh, locks of the year on us uh, in our ear while we're doing shows, and... Without fail, as soon as he said, I'm, I'm locking in whatever team, I would run the other way. 
and fade it as soon as humanly possible. Uh, and we've just absolutely crushed it. I mean, he he's right now at about a 96% clip. It's so, not true. Meaning every time he tells us to lock in one side or the other, we go the other way. And it is absolute uh, money. He did it also in a college basketball game last year, Scotty, where he was at, I don't know if it was an Iona game or something, where he actually um, texted me a picture of the scoreboard, and they were up by 30 at half. And he said, ah, oh, you got to hammer them. And then, sure enough, they came back and lost the game in the second half there. So the kid is a mush like I've never seen in my life. So he is locked in on Auburn. I got that text this morning, which means Penn State, here we come, Sean Clifford. It's it's coming, man. Unreal. So that game's it. Jordan Unreal. Well, what is this basketball game you're at where they're up 30 and they lost? So I'll clarify. That was not Iona. It was the Northeast Conference tournament play-in <laughs> game between FDU and Central Connecticut. I had FDU minus three and a half. And so did Joe. You, you, you can't trust Jack on FDU. You can't trust Jack on FDU. I, I, so he was with you. About so this he was with me. Both on FDU. I'm at the game. And he, I take a picture of the scoreboard at half. FDU has a, like a 25-point lead. I'm like, Joe, like, lock it in, baby. We're gold. Such a lock. And then he's like, God damn it, Jack. He's like, <laughs> that was, he's that was like, really close he's to like, second spit take on this show. He's like, he's like, you're there. I'm like, sure am. Lock, lock of a lifetime. FDU. Minus two and a half. Central con. Looks like Kentucky in the second half. <laughs> Comes back, wins the game outright, and ever since that, ever since that day, he thinks I'm the biggest mush ever. Fades everything I do, and uh, he's at a 96 this, clip. Th this this game at Auburn, he won this one. He 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 was on Penn I think State. Maybe and if you go, you were two and zero. I think maybe if you go, they that, have no that's chance. yes. And Paul, you know yeah. that too. I'm a mush. Well, I didn't think I, you, I was always. This might be good for you, Paul, because he's going to be on BYU at Notre Dame. So, get, oh, no, <laughs> I'm going to be on BYU. BYU. No, no, I'll probably be on oh, Notre Dame. I mean, I'm we're running the table. No, no, we're running the table. No, 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 but Notre. I'm a mush. I've been to a lot of, of big college football games where the home team gets murdered. I'll nah, be on the home Notre team Dame. they get murdered. Notre. I'm a good Notre Dame better. His kryptonite. Yeah, the mush kryptonite. I, the mush night. He always wins. I saw Notre Dame play USC. Sam Darnold had Notre Dame. They murdered Sam Darnold. Alabama. Then it was from Alabama. Backdoor cover. Yeah. Ian Book with a backdoor cover in the end. Okay. Zone. So we'll, we'll see. But you were but, at those games. I was at those games. Oh, you, you were there. Yes. At the game, so yeah. that's Notre okay. Dame. So Notre Dame's mush that's repel. A lock. I mean, that's a lock of a life. That's a lock. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever I'm on there is a lock. I will never bet Notre Dame again after they couldn't cover against. Yeah. Cal, let, let's do. Let's do like two more minutes here. We'll recap our. Our bets. Do you want me to? Uh, My yeah. God, what a horrible week of betting. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say horrible week so, for some of us uh, here. I had Panthers over 43 and a half with the Panthers. That was, I mean, with the Giants. That was terrible. It wasn't even close. I had Colts uh, laying four and a half. They lost by 30. Uh, Paul had Notre Dame minus 10 and a half. They should have lost. Um, I had the worst beat ever with Cardinals yeah, Raiders. Yeah, Card Cardinals Raiders. He had under 51 and a half. It went to overtime, and then it was a 70-yard fumble return for a, a touchdown to lose. Yeah. Uh, Jack had Auburn money line. They lost by 40. He had Steelers <laughs> plus two and a half at home against Mac Jones, and they lost. Uh, yeah, he had Rams Steelers Falcons under 45 and a half. I think they had like 80 points in that game. Uh, Zach went 3 and 0. Zach was phenomenal. That's what I'm talking about. Zach, Zach you know, a little round of applause for yeah. Zach here. He, he, he be, I don't bet very often, but you know. And I mean,. So you're not going to read my bets? Wait, but you're, yeah. not, you're not going to read well, my yeah, bets? Lot, so you he, read he, everybody who loses. No, we don't, you don't, we read. don't need to read your bets. Well, I didn't, I didn't read any of our winners. I had Oregon. That was the best bet of the week. They won by 30. Yeah, and then but, Ziggy 
Ziggy, uh, Ziggy actually had some pretty good bets, but he uh, had UConn, which might be the best worst bet of the year. Let's kind of can that be two losses for Ziggy? I don't know who makes that type of bet. I don't know, Jake. You're, you're flirting there with the Auburn money line. We're, we're Auburn all... money line, and you going there, uh, flying <laughs> thousands of miles. But listen, listen. Oh, I'm used to it, man. I'm used to it. And then, and then I, I'm stunned that he's wearing the visor and the shirt today. Well, I had a phenomenal trip. And the socks. It was a fun trip. Wearing orange socks. Orange. Yeah, I had a he fun trip. Just you and your dad? No, it's me and my. Buddy Alex, whose uncle lives down in Auburn, oh. stayed at his house. It was a fun trip. His cousin goes to Auburn, hung out with him. I mean, you probably couldn't wait to get the hell out of there after they lost. I wanted to stay down there. <laughs> you know, I, I, let me oh, tell you. Let me tell you this, Andrew. I'd like to tell, let me tell you this. Auburn has a home game right next week against uh, Missouri, and the following week against LSU. I could have stayed down there, chilled, and hung out for the next two weeks, gone to both those games. I did not want to come back. I was eating at the South, Waffle House. Changes you. I was eating changes. at the Waffle House. It was good. I was going out to the Sky Bar, this amazing bar in Auburn. Fun. Shout out hey, to, uh, to Lindsay and her friends. Hey, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. You have a fun, fun time. Who's Lindsay? Lynn's dog. Uh, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn's, Lynn's, oh, okay. Lynn's our friend. She goes to Auburn. I, I, thought, I thought you were talking about your sister, but then I was like, why, why would you be ta- talking no, no, about your sister? No, my sister's friend. Oh. Yeah, sister, yeah. yeah my, my sister's Lauren. You, yeah, I, wait, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So you just I, were I'm meeting up with... I'm very familiar with Lauren. We we were actually really? engaged at one point. She has a ring. She has a, yeah, there's, there's a lot of story. There's a lot of story. All right. Before before we end, I just have one question for you, Ziggy. And this is it, because I gotta go for the season. That the is well it's about I this will come out. You seem to be the NFL man. You you got the Jets, you've you got the Jaguars. What what's the prediction tonight for Vikings Eagles? Vikings by a million. But before okay. we finish, Please I, I actually, actually do have something game. to say. I have an apology to make. So if you remember, I, I, took, I, took, I took Jets plus six and a half last week. And I was flying back from Notre Dame Cal game, watching this game live on my iPad. And I saw live the Jets make that insane cover. And this poor woman on the plane sitting next to me, her name was Natalie. I had to be next to me going absolutely nuts as the Jets won. So Natalie, if you're out there, if you're listening to the show, I apologize. Just imagine but Ziggy. Ziggy seems like quite the ladies' man. He had Lauren and now now Natalie. I mean, because what are the uh, what are the odds here that Natalie's listening to this episode? I, uh, very high. I I know, know, well, how many? We had six percent women. Well, hold on. Oh, we went back down. Well, this is how we'll know. Did Ziggy? Did you plug our show to her? No, I was too embarrassed. <laughs> she she was very unhappy with me. She was very yeah, unhappy well, with me. I think she would have well, left us a well, one-star well, review. Let's, let me, let's set a goal for next. So what What was our di- demographic split? Uh, the last the last episode, we were, uh, I think, like 98.9% men, 1.1% women. Okay. You know, it's, it's better, better than, than Andrew Tate video. It's better than That's Andrew true. Tate video. So we'll take that. So our, our goal, I say we get... 10%. 10%. No, 10. 10, 10 that's, 10's we, a lot. We've never exceeded. No, no. You said, five? Listen, that's like I want the Jets to make the playoffs. You set the bar high. Let's, let's, let's well, say I mean, we, 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 we average like 100 five. views, five right? I want 10 women. That's 10, that's 10 women. We, we are a little over 100. How, yeah, we're a little over maybe 100. Maybe we, 10 10 we start filming shirtless for, for the ladies. Ooh, I would get some ladies in between each of us here. That'd be too. I think that would make it worse. I think that would make it worse. Oh, I think that would get the job done. Oh, I mean, trust me. This guy's... All right, we'll wrap it up, and we'll be back on Friday with our week three preview. And I'm sure, I'm sure that that discussion skull. will be. Uh, yeah. Oh, let me Great. say one more yeah, thing. Little skull. Yeah, I guess one more thing. There's oh. one more thing. This is, oh. very, this is this is this is this is very funny, guys. Listen. Stupid chat. Skull. 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 Listen, this fellas. So, <laughs> speaking of me being a mush, before I we I really gotta go. before we head out, uh, have they kicked so, off yet? So it's funny. I um for leave here. Minutes. You know I've been to two I've been to two Penn State home games, right? 
rooting for Penn State, they got mauled. Now <laughs> <laughs> I go root against them a thousand uh, miles do, away. Do you have any <laughs> other trips planned besides Notre Dame? Maybe I'm another go- Notre Dame. Trip. I'm going to see the wait, Steelers wait, play at the Notre Dolphins Dame? in Miami. He might. He might. I'm going to Notre Dame versus BYU in Vegas. If, if you're if you're going to the Notre Dame BYU game, <laughs> let me know your flight information. I will never like you know, I, 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 I know a guy. I know a guy at American. He can uh, have a mechanical on your plane. Flight gets canceled. Notre Dame can win. Well, well, <laughs> well Paul. Ziggy, unless you're rooting well, for Ziggy, BYU, if you're rooting Ziggy, for BYU, go. Ziggy, Paul, and and no, he, he, others will be on that flight. Kryptonite, Kryptonite, Kryptonite with Notre Dame. You're right. Yeah, you're right. All right, we're gonna wrap it up there. We'll see you on Friday again. Like, comment, subscribe, everything. You know, we we really need it.